Happy Halloween, everyone. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Dark Wind Up podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana. And today I'm with who? You're with Stan Lung again. Hey, what's going on, Stan? How's it going, man? Not too much. How have you been? I've been pretty good. You know, I'm broke right now. <laughs> All these cons and stuff I've been going to. Um, recently went to, it was two cons in the one. It was my Hero Con and uh, Al- Alabama Comic Con. And they nice. were in um, Birmingham, Alabama. Um, I know you're a huge fan of My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah. I just finished the last episode of season five. I, ju- I don't know if it's the last, but I finished where Funimation left off. Uh, that's, that's the last one, probably. The episode 25 of the season. Oh, it was twenty episode 25? Dang, or- I don't think it's... Is it that long? Yeah. The last thing I remember I saw was... Um, some dude Destro got defeated and then the kids it went back to the kids or something. Yep. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm that, caught up. I'm, yes, I'm, you are. <laughs> All right. Well, I went to that con mainly for my hero academia. I got 10 autographs there. There was like 12 cast members, uh, but two of them did have Funko Pop, so I didn't bother to get their autograph. Um, which and, two out of curiosity. Uh it was one character who was on the top 10. Uh, I can't remember her name. And then the other one is the girl with the earbuds. Ah, uh, yeah. Jiro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She'll she, have one eventually. And we'll, we'll see. She she was there as well, but she didn't have a pop. So I didn't get her autograph. Well, the, there was one I did get an autograph of that she doesn't have a pop. And that's the invisible one. Yeah. But uh, you got a figure sign. Yeah, I had a figure of her sign. And then um, on the Alabama Comic Con side, it was um, they had like three Ninja Turtles four Ninja Turtle guests, um, two or three wrestlers. Sting was the big one. Um, They had a couple of Power Rangers, a couple Walking Dead people. Um, Sting, I would say by far, had the longest line. His line was crazy long. Yeah. One, because of who he is. Two, he was only there for one day, and he was only there for a few hours. So if you didn't get in that line, you missed your opportunity. You know, you had to get him where other people you could come back the next day or come back later after their lunch break or so, you know, but Sting was only there for like four hours. So you had to get, you had to get in that line to get his, like they even uh, capped his line before he even showed up and his line was crazy, man. Well, yeah. I hope everyone that really wanted him that day got him. Yeah, you know, I spent a lot of money, but I think it was well worth it. Uh, Deku was the one I was struggling with. Um, the voice actor, Deku, Justin Briber, Briber, Briner, Briner. Yeah, uh, his, his was the one I was struggling with because I just could not find a Deku pop anywhere. But um, one vendor had them there overpriced, all the Dekus and anybody who was uh, uh, there at the con, their Funko Pop, he had them way overpriced. But my buddy Joe said he will buy two of them. If I can go to that vendor and ask them, hey, will you take a little bit off if I bundle them up a little bit, you know? So that's what we ended up doing. So I got my Deku sign. Nice. <laughs> All right. But Stan, uh, this episode is, or this comic episode uh, is dropping before um, Halloween. Is there, do you have any Halloween traditions and stuff that you like to watch, you know, or, or read or anything? I've got a couple Halloween traditions, you know, every uh, October, I like to read some Stephen King books I haven't read, you know, which isn't a lot, but most of, mostly ones from the past couple of years, 
Mm-hmm. I always like to have myself some Reese's on Halloween and a big bowl of Count Chocula. In terms of watching stuff, like I watched some real Ghostbusters, Stephen King's Christine, uh, Phantasm, the original one, and the original two Ghostbusters. So this year I'm not going to watch the two Ghostbusters because I'm saving them for the month after. No, no Ghostbusters? Because oh, no. you you saving it because of that uh, movie, huh? Right. I want to watch those two the day that movie comes out, so I can watch those and then go right to the theater and see the third. Now, now, Stan, what what has been leaked with that movie? I don't know. I've been avoiding the leaks. Oh, you've been avoiding the leaks. Huh? Oh yeah, I do not want that movie spoiled. I've been waiting for it for literal years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how come you you really don't want nothing, not not even an ounce of of it? Um... I mean, I've seen what's been the two, the first two trailers. The third trailer that's either out or coming out, I've heard there is a spoiler, so I'm avoiding that one like the plague. Ah, okay. Yeah, man. Um, for me, I really don't have anything particular. You know. I like Beetlejuice, but I don't watch it every year. Um, what, what's the the Peanuts one? Uh, the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, or something? Yep. I kind of watched that one, but it's not a yearly tradition one. Well, that um, Morgan and Macabre episode's a dark one. No, I, I don't have a tradition on that either. Um, with horror films, I'm not a big Friday the 13th guy. I'm not a big um, Halloween guy, Michael Myers um i like freddy freddy's probably my favorite of those type of guys um but i don't watch him every year it's it's kind of like i rotate like halloween just does not kind of stick out to me as something major but i do get a little bit into it um you know but there's really nothing major um from the disney afternoon do you have like a favorite halloween episode or like from a favorite one you kind of like to watch uh in terms of Disney afternoon, there's really two that stand out to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is the old man and the sea duck, where Baloo ends up getting trapped and has the ghost help him to fly out. Okay. And then in terms of Darkwing, I think Dead Duck is my other big go to when it comes to, you know, somewhat scary, off putting supernatural episodes. Dead Duck. Um, what what is your favorite Darkwing Halloween episode? Would you st- stick with Dead Duck? I there think were, I would. Okay, there was only two that were released on Halloween: Hot Spells and um, uh, what's the one with um the little guy in the Dream World? Oh, Ghoul of My Dreams. Ghoul of My Dreams. Well, if you had to pick one of those two, which one would you go with? Of those two, I'd go with Ghoul of My Dreams only because I've really only seen Hot Spells maybe once. Twice, maybe if I if I actually saw it when it aired back in the nineties. So I haven't seen that one enough to really, you know, be able to gain an appreciation for it. Okay. Uh I, I'm gonna go with more with hot spells. I like hot spells better than Ghoul of My Dreams, even though I do like Ghoul of My Dreams. Um not off. That was his name. Not off. Yeah. School <laughs> of My Dreams has one up on Hot Spells being the Darkwing episode included on the Halloween Disney afternoon tapes. That's true. That is true. Where Hot Spells is kind of like the forbidden fruit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, are you dressing up this year for Halloween? 
Uh, no. No? Not this year. You're not going to do no cosplay or dress up like a Ghostbuster and give out no candy or anything? No. Well, not give out candy. Maybe I'll throw something on and do a video for my YouTube channel. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I don't think I'm going to do anything for Halloween. Uh, nothing special at all. I was going to go to a con, but then I kind of decided not to. Um, so I'm just going to skip that con. I, I don't have any cons planned until December. I'm going to go to one called uh, MumbleCon Winterfest. And yeah. Billy West will be there. I got to get his autograph. Well, several if, you things. <laughs> if you miss him there, I heard he's going to Huntsville for next year. Uh, he's backed out of Huntsville twice, man, already two years in a row. So I'm not going to count on it until I actually see him there. Rob Paulson's <laughs> supposed to be there again, too. Rob Paulson canceled once. So uh, I, I'm, I, I'm going to hold Rob Paulson to it. I hope he's there again. So I hope be so, cool. too. <laughs> and then we got Pensacon. Uh, Pensacon is lighting up with My Hero Academia voice actors again. So I'm kind of getting excited about that. But um, let's go. Let's move on. Uh, Stan, what we got going on today? What are we reading today? We are going to review a comic that was in Disney Adventures magazine. We are tackling What's the Problem? What's the Problem? That one was actually referred to me from someone in our YouTube channel. Uh, I didn't get a chance. I haven't had a chance to look him up. So I may credit him in the description, but he referred this one to me. Um, and I'm actually glad he really did because I really, really enjoy it. So a spoiler right there already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, do you know what issues this one was on? I didn't write it down by any chance. This was in the June 93 and July 93. It was a two-parter. Two-parter. And one of them had Michael Jackson on the cover, right? That I don't know. I didn't look up the covers. Okay. I know Michael Jackson was on one and I believe I can't remember who was on the other cover. I believe it was Pinocchio or something. Needless to say, folks, neither me nor Will actually own those two issues in our collection. I think I own one of them. I can't find the Michael Jackson one. Ain't that the one you said you think I had? I don't remember. Yeah. Got so many of them. I got so many and I got so doubles, but when I was going through it, I couldn't find it. It's something it's too much for me right now with Disney adventures. I got so many doubles and triples and then so many different versions of them. So, but uh, we happen to uh, read them online. So um, Stan, who's our writer for this uh, comic? Our writer for this comic was Bobby J G Weiss. And uh, she was part of the team that wrote for uh, The Legend of the Chaos God, correct? Yep. With uh, David Weiss. Yep. She's actually written a lot of pretty big Disney adventure stories. You know, she wrote The Chaos God. Mm -hmm. She wrote Old Man and the Sea Duck and Plunder and Lightning for Tailspin. She wrote Vogue's Gallery, which is my favorite of the Darkwing ones. She wrote this, which is quite possibly one of the best Disney Adventures Darkwing stories I've read. Spoiler. So you just said Vogue Gallery is your favorite of the Darkwings. Yeah. Is, is it your favorite Darkwing comic? Of the Disney Adventures era, yes. Really? I mean, obviously everything, pretty much everything Boom and Joe books have done surpass mm -hmm. those, but... Oh, of course. In terms of old school, I think it is my favorite. Over this one, the one we're reading today. Yeah. Really? Keep in mind, it's been a little bit since I've read that one. So 
I, I I'll think... have to reread it to be sure. Okay, I, I know we're not turning this one into a Vogue Galleries review. <laughs> no. I, I don't know. I guess for me, it's just too short to put like my favorite. It's way too short, you know, but I do see why you enjoy it so much. I'm not going to knock you on that. I definitely get why you enjoy it so much, but I, I can't put it on my top though. You know, but okay. Well, enough about Vogue Gallery. We're not doing that one. Who's our yeah. illustrator, uh, Stan? Our artist is Consume Cordery again. Mm-hmm. You also may remember him from Chaos God. So yeah. the Darkwing Dream Team reunites. <laughs> and I think they did a good job on this one. I, I really like them. They they do do uh, pretty good teamwork. And he also illustrated uh, Let's Get Fiscal. Yeah, that was his first story, and it's one of those things where he has no control over the story yeah he had no control of the story but he did a good job with the drawing though really good job yeah okay all right so let's go ahead and get into this one uh stan um what's the problem now i noticed like each part had a a separate name yeah yeah so part one was also called all all plugged in and nowhere to flow yep all right so stan introduces we got a, a new character right off the bat man yeah we have uh, Mondo B assets. Mondo B assets. To me, it was kind of like a money B assets type flow here, you know, like parody. No, you didn't yeah. get that. You got that no. too. No, I I just thought you know assets meaning assets. You know, Mondo B being ninety slang term. Okay. All right. Well, we got Mondo, and he has a uh, mega vote in his office, and um, he's trying to make a deal with him. Oh, yeah. He says he can make Megavolt more powerful. Man, how much more powerful can Megavolt already get? He's already a powerful villain, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But remember, he does have to recharge, and it sounds like this would uh, fix that problem. Mm -hmm. But Mondo does tell him there's a catch to it on why he wants to overpower him, that he wants to take over Foul. Yep. Yeah, and then... um, you know, Megavolt's like drooling over this. He's excited about the whole idea. And then, you know, uh, Mondo tells him like, we, we can make this happen like right now, immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden though, it doesn't go Megavolt's way. Nope. Cause two of Mondo's goons come in and wrap Megavolt up, put a sponge over his electrical prongs, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they tie him up and then uh, we get a transition. We yep, got, we see uh, uh, Shush. Yep. And Jay do. Gander. Yeah, we got Jay Gander. And what's Jay Gander doing? So he's waiting for Darkwing and Launchpad to arrive. Yeah, he's trying to recruit them. And I thought we got a little foreshadowing here. I didn't see it at first, but we see LP coming in with the bubble gum. Oh, yes. The bubble gum starts here and it doesn't stop until when it comes back later. Yeah. So the, just, a, just a heads up. If you, if you haven't read this, sorry, that's kind of a bit of a spoiler, but you, I don't you, know if it's much of a spoiler yet, considering that yeah, it's way you know, we're not early. telling you and we're not telling them what the gum's used for. Yeah, we're not getting there yet. But, you know, Darkwing's being recruited, but then... um. There's somebody standing next to Darkwing. Who is that? It's Steelbeak. Yeah, and Darkwing is uh, really shocked. Uh, he's he's not he he's really confused. He's ready to go in attack mode, and then Steelbeak oh, starts. Yeah. yeah, and then Steelbeak starts explaining the whole getup with uh, Megavolt and um, Mondo. Well, before we get to that though, there was an entrance. 
Yeah, there was there sure was. Do you want to read it? So I do, but before I do, I want to say it's not the most original entrance. No. <laughs> you know exactly where I'm going with this, don't you? Oh yeah. But Go for the it. entrance is I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the fingernail that scrapes across the blackboard of injustice. I <laughs> am Darkwing. Launchpad? Because <laughs> yeah. that's when but, Launchpad popped the bubble gum. But we've heard an entrance very similar to this before, haven't we, Will? Yeah, where did we hear this from? We've heard this from Neg Negaduck. Yep. <laughs> yep. Negaduck's entrance in Going Nowhere Fast was, I am the screeching fingernail on the chalkboard of justice. Yep. Yeah, so then, you know, uh, you know, Darkwing's in attack mode, but, you know, Steelbeak starts explaining what's going on, and Jay Gander's actually defending Steelbeak, but, you know, uh, Darkwing is pretty much got, like, one eye open on still be like i got my eye on you you know i don't trust you yeah which is precisely jake anderhooter's plan yeah but what is what is still be informing darkwing of what's mondo's plan and megavolt the whole what's going on he tells him that they're planning to overthrow foul and take over the world yep over the world that uh basically megavolt's power will turn him uh into a generator right yep yeah, like he won't need to need power anymore. He will be the power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then uh, they go on the hunt. They start, uh, they go looking for uh, Mondo at his lab, right? Well, they go to Mondo's hideout, which still be conveniently found last week. Yeah. <laughs> and we see some Eggman, the big ones. Yep. That's what I'm saying, uh, Stan, uh, a little bit kind of messing up the flow here, but. That's what I was really liking about this comic. Like we had Mondo, Megavolt, uh, Shush, you know, Darkwing, Steelbe, the Eggman, and it like it keeps going. These yeah. cameos, they it keeps going. Like it, I was getting caught off guard on this. Like, whoa, man, where's this episode going? Foul and Shush, you know, it, it was all over the place, you know. Okay, but anyway, when they uh, get into Mondo's lab, his hideout, uh, we see Megavolt's tied up. Yeah, uh, yeah, and. Uh, Darkwing is kind of you know ready to rescue him and uh, LP, but um, Steelbeak has other plans, right? Oh yeah, and we we knew this was gonna happen, right? Yeah, classic yeah. Steelbeak fashion. Yeah, the whole setup. Uh, we see Mondo's tied up and the Eggman. They surround Darkwing. They come in. They they got their guns on him, and uh, Steelbeak reveals everything. Yep, but one guy ain't having it. Yeah, Darkwing said he knew it all along. <laughs> yeah, but one guy's very upset about being double-crossed by everyone. Who's that, Stan? Megavolt. Yep, Megavolt. He is kind of getting double-crossed by everybody over here. Yeah, he's all, <laughs> he's been double-crossed by Mondo. He's been double-crossed by Steelbeak. Mm -hmm. And there's one person left, but we, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely get to that. Yeah, so, you know, we got Steelbeak, and, uh, you know, he's pretty much saying he's going to take over the world. And, and, the yeah. Egg, yeah, and the Eggman, they they kind of, like, get really excited. But Megavolt kind of challenges uh, Steelbeak here. Oh, yeah. And Steelbeak tells him, of course, that he won't need to worry about not wanting to work with him because once his brain is turned to mush through the conversion process, he won't remember his own name, 
which yeah. brings me to one of my favorite lines. Okay, what's that? Megavolt tells him, I don't need your help for getting my name. I can do that myself. <laughs> yeah, but how does Steelbeak defeat Megavolt, man? He soaks him with a flash flood water pistol. <laughs> this is like a little basic water gun, man. <laughs> it works, though. <laughs> it definitely works. I think as an adult, you're like, oh, come on, man. That's how you're going to defeat Megavolt. But as a kid, it really works because it's kind of funny, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the kid but, in me that does enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So then the Eggman, they they uh, take Megavolt and uh, they tie him up and they put him in like, a, well, they kind of didn't tie him up. They strapped him up. They, they into sh- sort of an electric chair looking thing. Yeah, it looks like an electrical chair, you know, like like he's about the, like he just did, a, what do they call it? Um, dead man walking type thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they did that and then um, still be got the shade, Darkwing and LP, they're kind of like handcuffed sort of to like a pole or something with it yeah that's you know, connected to the chair that way basically still beat plans well converting megavolt he intends to fry darkwing and lp yeah but then darkwing has an idea yep and what's his idea gum. it's the bubble gum now this is the one thing i had a problem with um stan i don't know if it bothered you but it definitely bothered me uh LP reveals the bubblegum is in his shirt pocket. And throughout the whole uh, comic, we don't see this shirt pocket. But when he requests it, you clearly can see the shirt pocket. Ah, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, it's something that really kind of bothered me as I was reading. As many times I've seen DuckTales and Darkwing, I ain't never noticed no shirt pocket, you know? (laughs) Well, yeah, so that's where the bubblegum comes from, and they both start chewing it up. Yeah. Yeah, and while they chewing it up, they, they spit it to the ground, and they put their feet to it. Yep, that they do. Yeah, and then one of the Eggman turns on the switch, and we see uh, Megavolt, he's getting shocked. Like, even the illustration, like, the color of his body and everything changes color. Like, he's getting shocked. So Yeah. But what was the purpose of the bubblegum? The bubble gum is to insulate them against the electricity, though I'm not entirely sure that it would work the way they intended it, just because they're strapped to the metal pole. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no bubble gum protecting their backs and arms <laughs> against the electricity. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't know if bubble gum will work. I've heard tires and rubber does work. You know, I've yeah. seen, I've, I've heard that theory before um i would never try to test it (laughs) and i don't think gum would work either because unless it's dried like Mm -hmm. if it's wet gum water conducts electricity yeah but then we see megavolt just shooting up man he goes sky high yeah now did you go ahead i was gonna ask did you notice the one little mistake in in the panel where he shoots up no well oh the gloves Nope. You look at Darkwing and LP's feet. There is no gum around them. Ah, okay. I, I did not catch that. <laughs> but Megavolt, he doesn't say this, Stan, but it's kind of like he's like, yippee! Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, yeah. He is uh, overcharged. Yeah, he's definitely overcharged. He can feel the power. and uh, But then the fire starts. Yeah. Yeah, so everybody's, they're, they're scramming. They're getting out of there. Yeah, and of course, Darkwing's like, Steel Beak, you can't just leave me here. And it's like, 
Yeah, he can. Yeah, but then Darkwing's ego kind of gets the best of him when he gets free from those uh shackles or whatever it is. That, yeah. Yeah. You know, his yeah, ego. <laughs> he thinks that he's got all the strength to do it. And it's like, no, the bolts were just worked loose by all the shaking. Yeah, but <laughs> that's what LP breaks the bad news. But they're still stuck to the gum and they're trying to scram and get out of there. Yeah. Yeah, but they finally break loose through the gum. Uh, and then they head into St. Canard and uh, they're on the rat catcher. And uh, we see Megavolt. He's in the middle of the streets in St. Canard. Yep. And he he's missing one thing he normally has, but he doesn't really need it. He doesn't need it. That battery pack is missing, but he, because he yep. is the power. And, and we, I kind of like, tell me if I'm wrong here, uh, Stan. Uh, he's like in the middle of the street and he's requesting more power. And it's like all the buildings that are close to him, he's, a, he's like absorbing their power, correct? Yep. Okay, I, I wasn't quite sure, but he's—it's like he's absorbing their power, and like he's got this. If you can see the drawings, it's like it's got this border of like electrical power around him, an aura, if you will. Yeah, like an aura, like a force field or something, you know. All right. Well, uh, Darkwing tells them they got him surrounded, but who's he surrounded by? Ah. <laughs> uh... He's not, he's not surrounded by anybody. Yeah, he, he I just, was going to say. Yeah, he tells them that we got you surrounded and like LP is like, uh, I don't think he's surrounded by anybody. <laughs> just us. And then, um, but Megavolt's, uh, oh, well, Darkwing pulls out the, the gas gun at him. Yep. But it, it's ineffective because uh, Megavolt just zaps it right away like it's yeah. nothing. When that exactly. happens, mm -hmm, when that happens, Darkwing and LP, they jump on the rat catcher. They're out of there. He he's too powerful for them right now. Yeah, but I have to ask: Did the line that happened here? Did it come off as being super dark to you, Megavolt, talking about how he can pull the electricity out of Darkwing's body to stop his heart? It was very dark. I did catch yeah. that. Yeah, it was really dark. Yeah, um, that that kind of took me out of the moment for a bit. It's like that. That's way too dark. They'd never have gotten away with that in the cartoon. No, but you know what? Um, if you notice, like in the early episodes of the cartoons and in the comics, we see a lot of guns, especially like True. with police officers. And you see that with the Eggman on this episode when they surrounded Darkwing earlier, they had all these guns out and stuff on them. They wouldn't get away with that stuff today, but I, yeah, I'm but okay I'm, with I, I get what you're saying, though. I definitely get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, while they're trying to scam, uh, scram, not scam, but trying to scram away on the rat catcher, uh, Megavolt zaps one of the tires. Oh, he effectively drains the rat catcher of its power. Okay. And um, when he when he drains them uh, or drains the rat catcher, they run into somebody. Yep, they run into everyone's favorite Boy Scout, Gizmo Duck. Yep, and so Gizmo's there, and uh. Darkwing's not happy, of course. He's never happy when Gizmo Duck's there. But no. uh, who who told uh, Gizmo Duck to show up? Jay Gander Hooter. Yeah, Jay Gander told him to show up, and then uh, Megavolt and uh, Gizmo Duck get, they get ready to have a one on one duel. Even though Darkwing tries to warn Giz not to get involved this time. Yeah, he knows how powerful Megavolt is. Yeah, yeah, and then unfortunately, Gizmo Duck should have heeded that warning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but so uh megavolt zaps uh uh gizmo duck and uh gizmo duck is like 
I, I like the photo of him because it's like he he's all bent up and he looked burnt up. He got like smoke coming out of his head. <laughs> yeah, uttering that single line, help. <laughs> yeah, so he's done. And uh, that's and the end that's, of part one. Yep. All right. So when we started off part two, did you actually read the previously thing? I did. I kind of just scanned through it because it was like kind of just saying it was kind it's kind of like when you watch a, a new series and like the next when you get to the next episode on the next week and this is previously on, you know. Yeah. I, I, I always hate those, man. I, I can't stand that. Well, uh, Darkwing did have episodes so that that mm-hmm. had that. I I get it when they do it on like syndicated TV, like when it's when you're watching like I don't know, think of any show uh lost right you're watching loss and everything and then you, you have to wait till the next week to watch the next episode i kind of get it when they go previously because it's been a whole week you know you know yeah. kind of get it like a refresher but i hate it when uh stan when they put it on the dvds the blu-rays or like the digital version because most people are binge watching it or when you're watching it on netflix you know yeah but i think if they left it off then there'd also be people complaining well it's not the way i watched it when i was a kid uh, I can see that people would complain about that. At least Netflix gives you the option to skip it. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix. Uh, Netflix gives you the option to skip it, and then like when you start binge watching it after like two or three episodes, it doesn't even show up no more. It automatically skips it for me. I do like yeah. love that about Netflix. All right. Enough about that. <laughs> All right. So we now on the part two of what's the problem? And this part had a different name. It was, yeah. I think it was called Om Sweet Om. Yep. Now, Will, do you know what OM means? Was it supposed to be home? Nope. No? Ohm What's it mean? is a term for electrical resistance. Ah. It's see, the first but not last of the many bad electrical puns in this issue. Okay. All right. Well, we're, one last thing, Stan, before we start part two. Were you really enjoying part one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was so into part one. I was like, oh, man, now we got to go to part two. Like, it was getting really good. All right. So part two, start us off, Stan. How does part two start off? So Megavolt is overloading from draining Gizmo Duck, though Mm -hmm. it probably also didn't help him that he drained half the city as well. (laughs) Yeah, so he's overloading, and then uh, Steel Beacon Eggman show up. Yep, very surprised to see Darkwing and LP alive. Yeah, he, he's very surprised. But Mike always mentions this in our episode review. It's kind of still Beak's fault. He left before seeing the, the, the hero, you know, get vanquished, you know? Well, to be fair, if <laughs> he was on fire, building, yeah. <laughs> you know, staying there would have put him at risk of perishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then it's like kind of Darkwing and still be kind of start playing the blame game about who rigged the machine and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but Megavolt, some, something's happening to Megavolt. Like, he's just overloading and he just, I don't know, goes into shock and everybody's like freaking out. And the, the Eggman, they kind of get zapped or something. Yeah. Yeah, well, then uh, LP well, has, go ahead. I was going to say, while this is going on, though, LP is hooking Gizmo Duck up to Steel Beat's car to recharge him. Yeah, it's like he's using jumper cables. <laughs> yeah, so he hooks him up to a vehicle to uh, start him up, but then um, something happens to Megavolt. He appears to disintegrate. Yeah, he disintegrates and he 
Didn't he go into like the electrical wires or the power lines yep. or something? He yeah. sure did. Yeah, and then Gizmo Duck, he's recharged. He's back. But uh, the only thing was when he got when he came back, did you notice his colors were a little different? That I did not notice. Yeah, his colors were a little different. Like his uh, his wheel, his one wheel turned blue, and then his gloves were blue too for his hands. Huh. Yeah, instead of being black, I don't know why they went blue, or I don't know if it was due with the lighting of him being recharged or something. I I, I don't know. But then uh, Megavolt's now in the power lines, and he's kind of like going around. Uh, he's going through, and Steel Beat takes off, and Gizmo yep. Duck is like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna go after Steel Beak. and but Darkwing doesn't like that at first. But then Gizmo Duck kind of convinces him, "Well, hey, we got two villains here. You chase one, I'll chase the other." And uh, Darkwing agrees. So Darkwing's like, "We think he's heading toward the mall," and yep. uh, yeah. So Gizmo now, Duck, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Now, thing about the mall, that's another uh, little in-joke. The Muscovy Mall, Muscovy's a type of duck. Ah, good find, Stan, good find, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a transition, and um, we got Steelbeak. And um, who's Steelbeak with? He's with Mondo B Assets. Yep, he's with Mondo. And then the Eggman, they kind of bring somebody, a new character in. Yep, Professor Pinjab. Did you notice though that uh the first scene where Professor Pinjab did you notice uh Steelbeak was in the background? Uh no. I mean not Steelbeak, uh I'm sorry, Gizmo Duck. Oh yes, I did see Gizmo Duck. He's watching through the window. Yeah, he was watching through the uh through the window. I thought that was really cool. I didn't catch it right away, and but when I was reading it, I was trying to absorb, absorb the panel because I'd never seen Pinjab before, so I'm trying to like just get a glance yeah. of him of who he is and i'm like oh i didn't even see gizmo duck back there <laughs> but you kind of tell on the next one though because you they clearly show him like peeking through the window yeah yeah so okay so what, what's going on with uh Pinjab? who is he so he's purpose? the one that created the machine and he's also the one that rigged it to not work so he double crossed mondo yep and that double cross also it affected still be yep he did it because he was only going to get a hundred grand from doing all this. Yeah, he he definitely deserved more and wanted more for the whole plan. But um, still, be uh, tells him, "Hey, I got a better deal." Yeah, yeah. you fix the machine, or you don't, or I make a pair of cement undies for you. <laughs> oh man! So Pinjab basically has no choice. He's going to get dealt with by Steelbeak if he doesn't follow in, and then yeah. um. Yeah, so then we got Gizmo Duck, and he comes bu busting in through the window. But of course, Steelbeak is not amused by this. Jeez, no, no. if it's not Darkwing Dodo, it's Twinkie the Tin Man. You know, I got to give it to the writers. I do love a lot of uh, Steelbeak's dialogue. Oh, they they nailed his dialogue. They man. definitely nailed it. So the whole time I'm reading, I got Raw Poston's voice in the head with this dialogue like I'm like, man, it's perfect, man. They did yeah. still be justice on here. They definitely did. Yeah. So Gizmo Duck comes in and he's he's pretty much handling all the Eggman. Like he, yeah. he's having no problem with them. But still be uh breaks breaks loose with Pinjab. He escapes. Yeah. So that leaves uh Gizmo Duck with Mondo. And surprisingly, Gizmo Duck frees Mondo. Well, to take him to jail. Yeah, but I thought he would have just I know he said he was going to take him to jail, but I kind of thought he would just keep him tied up. 
you know. But he Wasn't did. Wasn't he like tied to, directly to the chair though? Yeah, he was tied directly to the chair, but then he kind of like ties him with his, with his wrist afterwards. So he ties him back up. Yeah. So, but the thing is though, Gizmo Duck reveals where Darkwing is and where they're going. Yep. What's their plan? He reveals it to Mondo. Mm-hmm. Yep. But inadvertently, he also reveals it to Steelbeak and Pinjab. Yeah, they're like behind a wall. They hear everything. And Steelbeak says that. I love when good guys like reveal their stories, you know, to the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> and it's usually the other way around. But he got a point there, though. So, um, Stan, where are we at now? We get another we're transition. The, we're now at the Muscovy Mall. Yeah, we're at the mall and Darkwing LP... Uh, they're running around. Well, they're not really running around, but they're they're looking around. Well, running around is the figure. It's an expression, you know. Um, they're running around the mall uh, trying to find Megavolt, but it's kind of funny. They don't see him, but as a viewer or reader, we see Megavolt. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's everywhere. He's on the signs. He's in the windows. He's on all the TVs and monitors. He's everywhere. Yeah. And he's like, towing with uh Darkwing because Darkwing can't find him. But LP spots him. Yeah, LP spots him on one of the TVs, uh, actually multiple TVs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So they go into one of the stores. Uh I am assuming it's an electronic store because it had so many TVs and like I, you can see a boom box in the background. Yeah. Yeah. So Megavolt's in the TV and what's going on, Stan? So he's on all the sets, but Darkwing fairly quickly defeats him yeah he just unplugs him <laughs> yeah he unplugs well, it him. does make sense he can't really you know since he's living living energy now he mm-hmm. can't really escape if there's no outlet to go through yeah and then uh gizmo duck shows up with all the saint canard policemen yep yeah they take the tv and uh they act they literally roll the tv out <laughs> Yeah, so then uh, we're, we're back at uh, Shush. But wait, 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 you know what? Before we do that, I think they purposely right. did that. There's like a little a circle circle frame where they yeah. show like uh, the bottom left corner of the TV where it says play, record, reverse. Oh, forward. yeah, they did that intentionally. Yeah, they definitely did that intentionally. At first, I didn't kind of get it. Yeah, because Steelbeak and uh, Pinjab are seeing Megavolt's TV being captured. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll we'll get into that in probably in a few seconds or a minute yeah. or so. It's not going to be very long. So, Darkwing's back at uh, Shush, and um, he's upset. Oh yeah, he's upset because Megavolt has disappeared from the jail. Yeah, and, and they can't figure out how he got away. There, there, there's like no evidence. There's no clue. They, they don't know what's going on. And then this is where we get revealed why we got that frame. Stan, you want to get into it? Because Pinjab dressed up as Megavolt's lawyer and went in and recorded Megavolt onto a VCR tape in Dolby sound. (laughs) So now what they're going to do is uh, they're going to make copies of Megavolt, correct? Or they're going to like kind of project him or something? Well, first they're going to they intend to run him through a projector, but first they have to put him through a uh, a signal stabilizer. That okay. way he's not a, a power junkie anymore. Okay. 
but then uh still be gets an idea because they have the hard copy of this mega vault right so they can make as many copies of mega vault as they want mm-hmm. and he figures hey this is limitless power you know hey we could take over saint canard with all these mega volts yep mm-hmm. all right so we get back we get finally see drake for the first time yeah we're at the mallard house yeah we're at the mallard's house and um Drake finds out um, that there was a short circuit uh, at the power plant, right? Yep. But apparently Megavolt's also on a rampage frying City Hall. Yeah. And he was also uh, he robbed, he's at the bank teller uh, a bank teller machine into giving For him a million, million dollars. Yeah. So there, so Drake is like, how can Megavolt be at all these places in short period of time? You know? So he, he wants some answers. So it's time to get dangerous, then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's time to get dangerous. They go into the Darkwing suit and they get in the rat catcher and they go, uh, I'm assuming, is downtown St. Canard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming. And we see uh, Megavolt literally everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Now, I noticed he does have his battery back. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's something that they programmed or... Because yeah. I know when when he was you know when he was zapped into energy he didn't have it on. Yeah, yeah. So like Darkwing's kind of confused. He's like, "Where did all this come from? Where did all these mega volts you know come from? Like, how did we get so many mega volts?" And then Steelbeak shows up. I mean, not Steelbeak. Gizmo Duck shows up and he tells him, "Hey, we got it from um, uh, all these mega volts came from Steelbeak and Professor Pinjab." Sorry, guys, for y'all listening. I just screwed that Gizmo Duck is still beating up so many times right there. Well, <laughs> it could be worse. I mean, remember Disney uh, Disney Plus refers to Steel Beak as Beak Puss in one of the uh, that's right one of the descriptions. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Gizmo Duck reveals um, Jay Gander called him up. You know, and um, uh, Darkwing he he received a note from Steel Beak, right? Uh, yeah, Jay Gander received a note from Steelbeak that if they weren't handed control of the city over to them, that they would unleash the megavolts all over St. Canard. Yeah, but, you know, um, Darkwing can't figure out how we're going to find out where Steelbeak is, but Gizmo Duck actually had a really good idea. He came prepared this time. Oh, he definitely came prepared. He's like, hey, let's ask one of these megavolts. There's so many only. We just need one. And yep. uh, what what does he do to him? I believe doesn't he like shoot him with a hose or something? He had a hose on his back. Of water. Yeah, he had a hose on his back and it, it squirted water at him. Yeah. <laughs> so this mega vault duplicate mega vault reveals to them where uh, Still Beacon them are hiding out at. Yep. All right. Well, and inside of where they're at, we got Pinjab and we got Still Beak and. Um, I wasn't really quite sure right away what they were doing, but it seemed like they were trying to figure out how to control the duplicates because they were going out of control or something. No, basically they figured out a way to control them. Megavolt just wants them to uphold, you know, the end of the bargain, but they're not going to do that because they can have all the control over the other Megavolts. That's right. That's what happened next. Megavolt, he was still in one of the TVs or like a computer or something. TV. Yeah, and he he wants to get out. He wants to be freed. Yeah. But they figured out the wavelength to control the doubles, so they don't need the original Megavolt anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Steelbeat, but... Steelbeat says that he's thinking of getting himself a new TV set. Yeah, <laughs> that's so mean. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, Steelbeat and Pinjab they they walk out of the room, and then uh, Darkwing, Gizmo Duck, and LP they kind of sneak up in there, and he calls him Sparky. <laughs> yeah. He sure does. Yep, and uh, Megavolt's kind of shocked. He's like, Darkwing Duck, what are you? I think he wanted to say, what are you doing here, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and Darkwing's like, we're here to rescue you again. <laughs> yeah, of course, Megavolt doesn't really want any part of it because at this point, he's been double-crossed three times. Yeah, you know, Darkwing tries to make that deal with him, but uh, he really has no choice. <laughs> yeah, especially not when Darkwing reminds him of Steel Beat's new TV set. Yeah, but then uh, all of a sudden uh, in in St. Canard, uh, we kind of see all the Megavolts, they're kind of fading. Yep, and they're all leaving. Yeah, what's going on? Megavolt is drawing the power back to himself, which he didn't even know he could do. Yeah, Darkwing told him he can do that. Uh, So then when we see these Megavolts uh, walk into the hideout of where uh, Stillbeacon and them were, uh basically they're really even fading they're like they're they're almost done yeah yeah and then uh still shows back up and he is mad he's he's really ticked off yeah but unfortunately for steel beat dark wins faster yep and uh megavolt finally leaves the tv Yep, Darkwing plugs in the TV so Megavolt can flow into the hologram projector and get his body back. Yep, uh, Megavolt's back. He's back, yep. and uh, Gizmo Duck starts fighting all the Eggmans. Uh, it it kind of looked like Megavolt wanted still be, but still be gets scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would be too if I double crossed Megavolt that many times. Yeah, so still be we didn't really see what happened to still be it looked like he he was so scared he just took off or something. I thought they all got captured. Still yeah. be pin jab. Oh yeah, you're right. Man. You're right. It was when uh Gizmo Duck had all those uh weapons out on them. Yep. LP actually had a weapon on pin jab and still be. That's right. And of course, Darkwing pulls one on uh Megavolt though. Yeah, so Megavolt was double crossed again. Um Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, because Darkwing did say that he did give him his body back, but he never said he'd let him go free. So Yeah. So he but got I'm his body sure, back. I'm sure Steelbeat doesn't view it that way though. I'm sure because Steelbeat, that's probably the fourth double cross. All right. So Stan, how does this episode end? Will take us back to with Jay Gander. How does this end? This episode ends with lots of bad electrical puns at jay ganders <laughs> way too many like yeah. i i'm prepared for the occasional bad pun i don't expect six or seven of them in one panel okay so overall stan man what did you think of this uh comic man like get, give it a score how many gas gun canisters are you gonna give this one i would give this one a solid four a solid four okay i i loved it i mean it it really does read out like it's an episode. You can hear the character voices in your head. You can mm-hmm. hear the music. You know, it's got the humor to it. It's got, you know, it, it's it got it all. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, I, I'm with you there, man. I'm going to give it a, you know what? I don't want to go four and a half, and I kind of don't want to go four. I'm kind of breaking me and Mike's score thing here. I might go 4.3. <laughs> 
I it's really okay like if it. If you do that with me, I I don't hold you to those rules. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna go four point three. Like it really flowed. Like even from the beginning, where Mondo's in there and Mondo's like a crooked guy, he double crosses Mega Vote. So you kind of like wondering, like at first, like yo, is Megavolt the main villain here, or is it Mondo? And then Steel Beat pops up. Uh, Gizmo Duck shows up. We got Shush. It's Foul. Darkwing. You know, Darkwing's running away from Megavolt. Megavolt so overpowered. It's funny. It's a lot of action. Like it, it never had a slow pace to me. Um, Stan, nope. you know, yeah, you know, two new characters, Pinjab and Mondo. I was really liking it, man. I liked it from beginning to end. It's a solid comic, man. It really is. Yeah, so I, I would give it a, a 4.3. Awesome. All Should right. we rate Pinjab and Mondo or? Um, you you want to, do you want to rate them? Sure. All right, let's go for it. We're, we're, let's go with Mondo first. What you going to score Mondo? I'd give Mondo a three. I think if we had seen more of him, he might have gotten a better score, but we really only see him in that one part at the very beginning of the first issue and about mm-hmm. partway through the second issue. Yeah. He was only in like two or three frames in part two. Yeah. And um, he was more or less just there to get the story started. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to give him a two. I, I know you gave him a three, but I'm going to give him a two because the potential was there. Like, he had his office and he was Megavolt went there to go see him and yeah. he, and he double crossed Megavolt, you know, and he was the one connected to Pinjab uh, and stole Pinjab's, you know, machine and everything to, to, to with the plan of uh, Megavolt taking over the world, you know? Yeah. So the potential is definitely there for Mondo. So I, I would give him a two. It's just that he was kind of flushed out with so much that happened, you know, like you kind of forget about him. Yeah. All right. So let's go now, to Pinjab. Pinjab, I'd give a three and a half to two. You know, mm-hmm. I think they did a little better with him. You know, I actually kind of want to see more of him after this comic. I I doubt they ever used him again, but mm-hmm. I think he'd be a, a pretty cool recurring villain, you know, especially maybe working on like all the villains tech or stuff. Okay. Like he he almost seems to me like an evil version of Q from James Bond. With Pinjab, I'm gonna go two and a half. Uh, I'm gonna go two and a half because I definitely felt he was a decent villain. He was very smart, obviously. Uh, yeah. His dialogue in there was well written, so obviously you could tell he's very articulate. The potential's there because of what he's capable of with his brains so i will give him a two and a half but he's kind of like mondo he didn't get flushed out because he was there to the end once he got yeah. there but he came so late though so yeah, that's where he... i kind of punish him yeah so I, i'm gonna give uh Pinjab, professor Pinjab, a two and a half but he, he just like mondo he definitely has p- potential because he was actually the brains of the operation that still beat needed in Mondo. So that's where I'm going to go with uh, pin jabs. I'm going to give him a three. All right. All right. Okay. So uh, Stan, um, I don't know what comic we're going to do next. Me and you, uh, I do want us to do another comic together. Uh, I know which one you have in mind. Uh, 
the problem I have with that one is we'll, we'll have to find another one and maybe put two together into one. I so, think there's about three or four really small ones we could do pretty much all at once. Okay. So uh, we may do another comic one next. Uh, I'm going to get with Mike and see if he has an idea of something he want to do next. Um, but so, so stay, stand by, stand. We might get back to you. But uh, Stan, for the people who are listening to us for the first time, where can they find us at? Do you know? Uh, I'm not going to be as good about this as Mike <laughs> would be, but I, I have a lot of them that I can remember. Let's okay. see. Uh, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, uh, Pandora, uh, uh, Facebook, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sp- Did I already say Spotify? I don't know. There's so many, man. <laughs> we got what we got to do is we got to write like a master list of them and just tape them in front of us so we can just read down the list. <laughs> All right. Um, shout outs. Uh, I don't know his name because I didn't look it up before we recorded this. So I'm going to shout him out twice. I'm going to give him his name drop on the next uh, podcast episode we do. But the person who referred us this watched the problem. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for referring this to, uh, to us. And I, I had to come reach out to Stan and say, hey, we need to review this one for an episode of the podcast. So appreciate it, man. And um, also to all the writers of all the comics, man, you know, it gives us extra something to do, uh, Darkwing to read upon. And, you know, because after 91 episodes, really the comics is all, all the only where you could fall back to, you know? Yeah. All right. So uh, that's it for What's the Problem. You know, thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, hopefully we'll have another episode for you guys next Monday. There more than likely, it'll probably be another comic. But if not, I'm pretty sure Mike had an idea or something. All right. So everybody, you know, thanks, Dan, for helping me out with this one. And uh, everybody, uh, stay dangerous. Stay dangerous, y'all. Good night, everyone.